Welcome to Beyond the Pictures. I'm Richard. And I'm Delina. And we are so happy to have you all here. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. We ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. For those of you all that are returning, thank you so much for your continued support. We definitely couldn't do this without you guys, so thank you. Today, we aren't going to do a tea because I think... Our dinner was pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, we might be a little full. <laughs> Um, oh, maybe we can still give them like a tea suggestion. That would be really good. Mm. Do you try, think so? Try, it's kind of a tea, but it's like a tea latte. Try the spicy chai tea latte from Trader Joe's. It's not super spicy. It's not going to like burn your tongue off, but it's absolutely delicious and one of my favorites. You know what? It's actually, guys, she's right. It's not spicy at all. So I can't have spicy stuff. And I remember the first time Delina recommended this and she's like, oh, you should give this a try. I'm like, nah, I don't do spicy. But it's not actually like hot spicy. It's just like spices that are put into it, I guess. Yeah, it has like clove. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. like so the clove spice, cinnamon yeah. and all of that. Cart car- 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 I can't pronounce that either. Yep, so. me neither. But we're going to go ahead and skip right on past that. <laughs> I've put a few people onto that and I have not heard a negative thing about it yet. So. Yeah, seriously. My mom and my dad even liked it. Oh, and, and my dad is tough. Right. It's tough with him. So, guys, make sure you check it out. You said it's the spicy tea. Spicy chai. Spicy chai latte from Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. That is the tea of the day today, even though we aren't sipping it. But I'm thinking about it. Mm, Here you go. Mm -hmm. All right. So today, guys, we're going to do a really easy, simple message on love languages. And specifically, um, I think Delina came up with this idea of how to actually cater. Obviously, when we talk about love languages, everybody's language is different, right? We... We do things differently when it comes to how we present our gifts or try and show our emotions or try and show our love for people as well. And I think that it's important that we are mindful of our significant other, our spouse, when it comes to love language. Because a lot of times, one of the things that we tend to see are couples that end up trying to give off how they receive love to the other person. And it might not be like that. So I think it's important to have this conversation for that reason alone, don't you? Yeah, I agree. And I mean, at times I can tend to forget um, that I need to love you in the way that you receive it and not in the way that I think you want to, you should be loved. Mm. (laughs) And that can change from time to time. Yeah. No, that's right. I think for me, it's important to, I guess, take a step back and always be mindful of what I'm doing when it comes to how I'm giving off love. Because I think, I I think early on and not even just from you, I think as I learned what love languages were in general, from words of affirmation to the physical touch, to receiving gifts, to quality time, to acts of service. Mm -hmm. um, It was real easy for me to try and give you what I needed at that time. And that's not necessarily what you need. Mm -hmm. And I, I also think, it's good to remember that because, I mean, we took the test, which you can go online and take the test to figure out which is your top two or top three love languages. But I think over time or in different situations, it could change. Like for me, I was very much uh, quality time and physical touch. But then I realized that some of the time I'm really more into like acts of service makes you feel love. So the love language is like... Basically, 
in which way do you feel loved from your significant other? Do you feel loved from words of affirmation? Do you feel really loved from physical touch when you receive gifts, uh, quality time with them or access service when they're helping you out? Does that make you feel loved? And you also get to learn like how to communicate that to them, um, actions that you can take and things to avoid. And I mean, we all have a selfish nature that is like, well, I think that they need this at this time and this is good for them, but that won't make them or it won't be helpful to them to feel loved in that type of way. That's real. Yeah. And so I think with the love language, wait, I had a question for you. Yeah. You So me streaking around the house isn't considered love language. <laughs> okay, Moving never on. Mind. <laughs> Anyways, no. So I think that, I mean, you're absolutely right. So how do we help? to like cater to each other's needs then like what what would be the biggest advice you would give there as far as that slow down stop think analyze and i'm i'm super analytical and sometimes i just need to stop and think before i do um and check in with you and kind of be like what do you need in this moment how can i help you chill and relax communication helps um and honestly women set the tone like we do Wait, what? we do no we set the tone not of how you're gonna receive <laughs> the love language but we set the tone in the way the house is gonna be the way you're gonna respond so if i'm popping off at the mouth at you that's not setting the tone for something healthy and i'll just pop right back yeah see that's that <laughs> that's not the outcome that i'm looking for no. So it's like we do set the tone into how it's going to unfold. Yeah, sure. I hear you. Yeah. Got you. So I think in helping to cater to one another's needs, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess that wears many different faces, right? Because we need different things at different times. So like I know for me, I'm like a super early bird. I'm up at 430 in the morning every morning. Delina's still knocked out. But according to her, my wind down time is like the time that she's getting <laughs> home from work and she's like, you're ready to, to wind down. And at that time, I guess I can be a little more agitated because what you want and what I want are, might be two totally different things. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I mean, that's just me trying to recognize like this is the time where you're winding down, you're ch- you're chilling. We have time together, but it doesn't need to be overly complicated or it doesn't need to be too much going on at once um and that we can still have our time together and have time apart where we kind of recharge for the next day um and yeah i have to recognize that and pay attention um and not just kind of give you the love i think you need at the Mm -hmm. moment um but also even if you don't know what you need or want at that particular time, I'm just there. I'm there if you need me. And I think that matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's real. Okay, so let me ask you a tough question then. So what would it look like if each one of us wanted to do something different when it came to our time, our downtime, mm-hmm. and we both had separate needs that we were expecting from the other in that moment? Like, Because I think that might be something that our listeners – end up experiencing or have experienced already when it comes to like one person wants to do one thing the other person wants to do another and it could be very hard because at some point like compromise and somebody's gonna have to sacrifice right yeah and i mean 
really figure out how much battery life you got in you <laughs> and yeah compromise find a common ground like let's say look at what the day before looked like and the day ahead is gonna look like can we put something off till tomorrow and have that be all about you or all about me or we meet somewhere in the middle where we spend some of the time doing what you want or maybe some of the time doing what I want um and I I let go of expectations like I know a lot of the time I can be driving home and being like I'm gonna do x y and z <laughs> and it's not happening when I get home mm-hmm. um and I I'm like I can't plan according to what I want to do I'm going home to someone and it's us um so yes I can fit in time and I make clear um explanations or I guess I'd be clear with you like hey babe I kind of need this right now um can we do this at this time or what would be a good time for you that works because I would really like to try and do this and you and I really had to let you know like some days I just need time with the Lord because I'm not good to do anything else if I'm not filled up and just have some kind of quiet time but I don't also make that as an excuse or use it so often where he feels neglected or feels like that all I want to do is just not spend time with him yeah but yeah just talking find a common ground that can work um and do something together that both of you will enjoy and have fun doing um but won't really fully drain you or try and find an activity that you you both can agree on that will refresh you both um without being too exhausting yeah i think when we talk about relationships you know communication is definitely king when it comes to uh situations like this but then also too with communication i think the word compromise is so important as well um And I don't want you all to feel silly when we talk about compromise because it's not like I know specifically for guys. um, I've heard men talk about this before where it's like, oh, compromise like that's for suckers. And I'm like, no, it's really not, though. Like if you want to be able to keep a good thing and keep a good thing continuously flowing, it's important to be able to meet halfway to talk about that and to be able to take um, your significant other's feelings into account and what they need and, and really being able to discuss a middle ground. Like it actually becomes fun after a while because you realize you're in a partnership. You realize you're in this with somebody who actually cares about you. Mm-hmm. And, and that care is shown through being able to discover new things together when it comes to, all right, let me meet you halfway with this and I'll meet you halfway here. And I think that that's something that's so important. Um, in, in any relationship, you know, that, that you want to have thrive or flourish. Yeah, it's about being sacrificial. Um, and a lot of the time in marriage, you're not going to get it your way or in any relationship. You're not always going to have it your way. Um, you got to let go of control. Things I'm still learning. Um, but with that, it's also like I, I keep it in the back of my head and have to think of it's like, um, in reverence of the Lord and how I treat you and how I respond to you and how mm-hmm. I love you, I'm doing that as unto the Lord. And, you know, in little things that can be cause strife or can cause arguments or can cause discord, it's like, let me be able to recognize what's really going on here. Um, am I in my flesh? Am I in my feelings? Like, can I recognize the devil's tactics and in, in what is trying to come between us? Mm-hmm. Um, and just know at the end of the day, like, I'm on your side. We're a team. Um, and I'm not trying to always have it my way and just do what's best for both of us in needing to just get rest, um, meet each other's needs when it, it comes to being loved 
and feeling loved as well. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I think that's really good, too. And I think one of the things I want to throw in, too, as we talked about the love languages, um, one of the things that's so important with that is that just remember, guys, that as you grow in your relationship, as you grow in your marriage, you will find out that your love language can possibly change over mm-hmm. time. Right. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I think, though, what can help in these moments is to be able to communicate that to the one that you're with, like communicate that to your spouse and let them know like, Hey, like I'm feeling a little different. So maybe it was acts of service at first, you know, but over a period of time, you know, it could, it could change. Maybe you are the one that needs to be affirmed, right? Different seasons in life. I feel like bring out different um, types of needs that we all have. And so don't be a stranger to, it changing or don't look at your spouse differently if they tell you that it's been a change. Yeah, that's true. Also in the things of like, maybe you're used to showing love to someone a certain type of way and you might have to learn yourself how to give the love language that your spouse needs. Like I know Richard, um, one of his love languages is words of affirmation. Me, myself growing up, I didn't get a lot of affirmation. So I was like, okay, what does that look like for you? Um, I I had to learn how to speak life into him and encourage him. And not that I can't do it or that's completely foreign, but it's like these are things that are helpful. Um, Me, I don't always need words of affirmation. Um, They're nice, but that's not how I feel loved. And I don't know. I'm the one that's weird with taking compliments. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. I'm that type of person. But um, or weird with getting compliments. I don't know if I said that right. But anyway, but yeah. So it's just like realizing if you can learn how to communicate it and show it, um, and just have conversations back and forth. Like, hey, babe, I did this. Did you feel loved? Did that work for you? Um, uh, don't take it too personal or um, get too hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. You guys are growing, you're learning together and then you're going to continue to be learning um, as you guys get older. So, yeah. Right. And I think each one comes with a different change. So if it's words of affirmation, guys, we want to just drop a few quick nuggets on you on how you can be effective in it. So if it's words of affirmations, how to communicate, you can easily encourage, affirm, appreciate, empathize, or listen actively. When it comes to actions to take, um, when it with your words of affirmations, you can send an unexpected note, a text or a card, encourage genuinely and often. And then, of course, there are things to avoid with yeah. each love language. And four words of affirmation, you want to make sure that non-constructive criticism um, and not recognizing or appreciating their effort is something that you avoid um, when it comes to that. I think it's so important uh, that we are mindful of making sure that when we have these conversations, this is something I've actually had to challenge myself to a lot as well, is making sure I'm not sounding critical when I bring certain things to my wife now in this in this space that we're in, um, because I know that I can sound like kind of drill sergeant-esque at times when it comes to like things that I'm thinking about, and I never mean to come off like that. So I think, you know, making sure that it doesn't come off in a way of criticism because you don't want to have that be a thing that will just linger over them and make them feel like they can never do anything right or that, you know, it's never a thing of like compliments. So I think we need to make sure that we are being constructive when we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And this is something I think we're both learning how to do, which is so important. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think you could be too much of a drill sergeant. My dad is retired Navy. Yeah, so. that's true. I just I, maybe it's me. I think I'm just hard on myself at times. All right, like so. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Then for physical touch, guys, um, how to communicate with physical touch? Nonverbal use body language and touch to emphasize love. So that can be something as simple as like holding a hand, a hug, a kiss, showing physical affection regularly, making intimacy a thoughtful priority, mm-hmm. which is so important. And then you in in those areas you also want to avoid physical neglect, um, lone stints without intimacy, and receiving affection coldly. And I can think like, for me in this area, like when I come home, sometimes I'm just like, I just need to just not talk to anyone, <laughs> be alone. But it's also like, okay, I'm coming home. I don't want my husband to feel neglected. So it's like, okay, let me get my stuff away. I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss. And I want to acknowledge you and let you know that, yes, I'm here. I'm excited to see you. Um, even though I might not feel like really fully engaging in like, being super social, but I also am like, my husband matters to me and he's important and he needs to know that. So, um, also, but like, yeah, we can even post this on our uh, Instagram page if you guys want just like a little picture thing to look at. And then the book is great. It was by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. He did a whole book on love language that kind of really breaks it down a lot more for you guys. Yeah. So the third one, guys, is receiving gifts. And receiving gifts is important. So we talk about how to communicate. And this is something that I think I'm learning. Well, I'm the gift giver. But, like, I'm in a season now where I'm learning how to receive. We both both are. Well, no, we are. But, you know, okay, Christmas of 2017, I literally had, like, a Christmas gift for you every day of the month. Like, I was over the top giving because I'm a giver. That's what I do. Um, And so um, you want to be careful. Like, if you're the giver, you don't want to be over the top. But when it comes to receiving gifts, right, thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority, speak purposefully. Give thoughtful gifts, right? If you are the one taking the action, you want to give thoughtful gifts and gestures, not just getting whatever. Um, Small things matter in a big way. You want to express gratitude when receiving a gift, Mm -hmm. which is something I think I'm working on at this point. And then when it comes to things to avoid, you want to um, don't like definitely don't forget special occasions, birthdays, anniversaries, things like that. Or like the unenthusiastic uh, gift receiving Mm -hmm. if you're on the receiving end as well. Yeah, and like be, that, I think is great, especially for when you're being thoughtful and giving something to someone that you know they would enjoy, and not something that you think they would like. Right? Because like I know you would probably bring me flowers a lot, but you know, I yeah, I, I, I told flowers. I told you I don't care for flowers. Delina's They're like, just gonna die. She's like, they die in a week. Why right. are you wasting money? <laughs> but then I was like, well, if you give me dried flowers, at least I can keep those. So <laughs> that will actually work. But yeah, he knows what I would really. Like <laughs> so, receiving and giving gifts, guys. It definitely is a give or take there. No yeah. pun intended. The fourth one is quality time. How to communicate with quality time? You want to you want it to be un- uninterrupted and uh, having focused conversations. I think that's so important. So, mm-hmm. putting that phone down, right? That's something Turn that both of us. Turn your notifications <laughs> off. <laughs> right, one on one time is so important and is critical. Um, if you're the one taking the action, it's important to create special moments together like you know taking walks that's something that we do a lot of during the the summertime we walk a lot we definitely drive we have like faith walks and faith drives we'll just look at homes in really ridiculously expensive neighborhoods like Mm -hmm. oh one day jesus yeah um so (laughs) things like that um we can get away yeah 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 like even the small things or 
or creating like a cute staycation, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's something that you can do that won't cost you a lot of money. Um, but it's something that still can be done uh, to be able to have that, that quality time together. And then things to avoid, you know, distractions when spending time together, right? Like so keeping the phone off, like not even if you're out for dinner, don't even have it on the table, mm-hmm. right? Like don't put the phone on the table. Just let it stay in your pocket. It's fine. Whatever it is, we'll be there once it's done. Um, long stints without one-on-one time. So I, I know that life is hectic and we get really busy, but you want to make sure that you are not neglecting that one-on-one time. Yeah. And the last one is acts of service. So with that one on like how to communicate that, use action phrases like I'll help. They want to know that you're with them and partnered with them. Um, and asking, yeah, asking like, how can I help you? What do you need? Um, I have a hard time, I guess, receiving this at times because I miss want to do it all, but I know I can't. So I know that I need to be like, hey, babe, it's great that you're helping me. Sure. And allow you and let you help me, even though I want to do like so many things. I want to be a multitasker, which I just can't. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> actions to take. Uh, do chores together or make them breakfast in bed. Go out of your way to help alleviate their daily workload. That's huge. And I think you're great at doing that for me and helping me oh, like I? alleviate my workload. <laughs> Even though I try to be Miss Independent Woman. But <laughs> anyway, uh, things to avoid. It would be like making the requests of others a higher priority. Um, lacking follow through on tasks big and small. So, yeah. If there's, being consistent. Yeah, being consistent. Being like consistent. saying you're going to do something and, and do it. Um, but also give grace that if you ask for something to be done and it's not done in the time you want it to just give grace, it'll get done. Yeah, it will. <laughs> it will. I think that's so important, guys. So you want to make sure you're doing the same things and more that you were doing prior to getting the person that you're with and keeping that same lifestyle up. Huh. Yep. So this has been Beyond the Pictures for this week. We thank you all so much for tuning in. We definitely hope that something that we put out here with this conversation of love language can help you and how to cater to the one that you love um, and the one that you're with. We love you guys, and we definitely look forward to talking to you all again next week. Peace.